Hi. Welcome to Alternative Jigsaw. I'm Tony, and I'm here to help work with you on your adventure in alternative education. Here's where we're going to learn more about ourselves, more about our students, and learn how to innovate. This is a platform for you to be asking questions, for us to answer them, and for us to go through and slog as much as we can together and find out just how wonderful our world really can be. This is a podcast about successes. It's a podcast about trials, tribulations, and finding joy at the end of the road. Won't you join me? Here we go. Welcome to Alternative Jigsaw. (laughs) Thank you for showing up. Hey, I wasn't sure who was, and I am so glad to see you. We never know who we're going to have walk through our doors, do we? So the first question I'm going to answer is, what is Alternative Jigsaw? What is all that about? Well, let's talk about what is education. Education is about looking at different aspects of the world and putting it all together. We're teaching people how to think. We're teaching them how to process. We want people to be able to be successful out in the world and to do a lot, right? We want them to be able to produce. We want them to be able to give and take both, not just one or the other because we need people to be fulfilled in their lives. So alternative education is mainstream education, but it's taking it a few steps further. This means using an open mindset, social emotional learning, assessing through Maslow's hierarchy, which means when you meet with the students, you're taking them one-on-one, you're assessing their needs. You're trying to find out where you need to help them so that they can achieve and scaffold themselves up to the top of that hierarchy so they can be successful. We use techniques which encourage students. We provide a safe, validating space in which they are able to regain control of their lives and their education. They can succeed in failure, and they want to fail because that's how they're going to learn. And they're able to move forward in life and learning. Wow! Doesn't that sound like a lot? I think so. And it is. And it's not for everybody. So before you delve in and think that what you see in front of you is going to be a piece of cake, because I don't know what your perceptions of alternative ed is, but be sure that you follow and listen to what's best for the student. In this podcast, we're going to take a journey through the world of alternative ed on the webpage That's in the show notes. There will be a growing list of books and resources for you to consider using. Like I said, it'll be growing. This is a resource for all teachers, but especially those who are working within the concepts of our environment that works with the whole student who find themselves floundering and lost amidst the mainstream halls of learning. Is alternative education easier? Is it easier for the student? Is it easier for the teacher? We hope it's easier for the student. And the reason why is because when a student begins to feel safe, when that when their needs are being met and they come in and they find you with your eyes 
glistening with joy and you have your arms outstretched and you say welcome and they feel safe and they feel cared for and they feel honored and validated. They feel listened to. Yes, it is easier for them because they have failed so many times before. And now you have provided a space where they can achieve, they can be themselves, and they can go at their pace, as well as their synapses are beginning to fire. Their mind is starting to open. And it's not until they have that safe, open space that they have their needs taken care of that they can be more successful. So that said, with the right environment where they feel welcome, wanted, and needed, and validated, yes, it is easier for them. Is it easier for you as the instructor? That depends. There's a lot of front-loading that goes on. You're going to be teaching things, possibly, that you have never taught before. Maybe you're not so good at math. Maybe you're not so good at English. Well, guess what? Better jump on that horse and learn how to ride it because you can struggle with them. It can be a shared experience. Think about how exciting that is. Teachers cannot always be perfect. If you can be vulnerable with them, they can be vulnerable with you. A shared experience, yes. Yes, you need to be vulnerable. You need to be honest and open with them. You want them to be honest and open with you, yes? Well, there you are. Now, you have to be open to learning constantly. You also need to take care of yourself. That means you create safe but firm boundaries. You're able to communicate fluidly and effectively while also understanding your limitations. And you strive to strike down those limitations as well insofar as your learning and your knowledge. You're constantly trying to learn. Give yourself a huge learning curve. Always be learning. And when you're tired, acknowledge it. Let them know too. So here's another skill. Can you listen without responding? Can a student confide in you without offering an unsolicited solution on your part? Think about that. That's a hard one because as teachers, we want our students to be taken care of. As parents, we want our students to be taken care of, our children, correct? And they are, in a sense, our children. What do we do? How do we ask them after they've had their say, and you say, how can I help? That starts a path. And then we start working with them on methods that they can start learning how to solve the issue that they have before them. Maybe it's a list. Maybe it's pros and cons. Maybe they just need some time to process some ideas. But whatever it is, many of our students come thinking that being a victim is their lot in life. But if we can listen to them and talk to them and process with them and show them, hey, let's figure out how we take this and put you back in control. Let's put you in a driver's seat and let's see, let's, let's see how that feels for you. 
chances are it's going to be uncomfortable. But learning should never be completely comfortable because if we become too comfortable, we become complacent and we stop learning so much. Can you also work with multiple students at a time with each one on a different subject? I've got this one over here who's working on math and I'm teaching them this. I have somebody working on English, another one working on history. I have somebody doing an art project. I'm working with all kinds of levels of different things all at once. And if it becomes too much, I can say, you know what, people? I need you to work quietly by yourself for five minutes while I give myself a little time out. Then go into your office or go to your space or somewhere. Have some coffee, tea, maybe a piece of fruit, maybe a cookie. Just take care of yourself so that you're not completely drained. Because you need to be a well. And the well doesn't work if it's empty. Can you also maintain an even disposition so students can count on you to be there, safe and open? That means if I can't be there because, let's say, okay, I've had some deaths in my family over the course of the past few years. When that happens, I take time off because I need to be with me. I remember one, one student came to me right after my father died. And um, I had come back in. I only had a couple of days before I had to take off again because it was there was a situation. And he came up, and this was somebody who I never realized could express any kind of empathy. And he said, I am so sorry to hear about your father. I just want you to know we're all thinking of you, and we want you to be taking care of yourself and for you to let us know if anything is, is needed on your part. I said, thank you. And I closed the door to my office because I truly wept. That was so heartfelt. And I was there for the day and then I was gone the rest of the week. But that was one of the treasures that I remember to this day. And it's because we had a good, solid relationship. That's what it's all about. Can you form a good, solid bond, a good relationship with your students? And can you make sure that that goes unbroken, that they can always trust you? Think about that, too. So thank you for joining me today. And hopefully invite others. And we're going to walk through this on our journey. So I've been teaching and working in alternative education for over 30 years, and I am still learning. And if you can hear that breathing in the background, that is my dog, Autumn. She joins me occasionally. And my other dog, Samson, he's in the background too. So I also would appreciate your feedback as well as your presence. So... I'm going to be here once a week, possibly more, in order to give you the best possible presentations I wish I had been privy to when I began many years ago in a bygone era before the internet. And I did have a mentor. She worked with me daily. And 
to be quite honest, I was naive. I had wonderful ideas. I'd already run programs. I had already developed curriculum. I kind of sort of knew stuff, but there was so much more to learn. And there were days that I would be championing something. She would shoot me down and I'd get butt hurt. And I would just be terrified of running anything past her. And there were days that I did not like her, but my appreciation for her continues and grows every single day. Let me take you on the journey of things that I have learned over my journey. And I don't think that I'm going to tell you no. I'm going to try to keep saying yes. And I hope to see you again soon. Thank you.